Warning, warning, warning. Inside the Mind of Sex explores frank and explicit discussions about human sexuality. The subject matter on this podcast may contain adult themes, explicit language, and graphic descriptions of sexual acts that is not suitable for all listeners. It is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Inside the Mind of Sex, the podcast that takes you on a journey into the wild and wonderful world of human sexuality. Our candid conversations with women from all walks of life will challenge your assumptions and expand your understanding of what it means to be sexual in today's world. From taboo to titillating, we'll delve deep into the mysteries of human desire, uncovering the secrets that lie within the mind of every sexual being. Real talk, real experiences, and sharing real stories that will make you laugh, blush, and maybe even inspire you to try something new. So buckle up and get ready to discover the fascinating, sometimes funny, always intriguing world of sex with Inside the Mind of Sex. Let's get started. Hey, 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 everyone. It's Dr. T, and welcome to Inside the Mind of Sex. Tonight, we are joined by the Internet's, well, one of the Internet's hottest couples, they are amazing. They are great. They are fun. We got Lupe and Micha. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, what's hey. up? What's up? <laughs> At what point do you, did you figure out that you wanted to monetize it? <laughs> so we tried monetizing this way back in 2012. Um, with but we'll come to that. Oh, our we had a video that um, went viral on X Hamster. And it was a threesome video with two guys in her. She was a, was a male, female, male. It was on her birthday. Mm-hmm. And it went viral. And it was actually the video that my brother found and showed <laughs> my parents to, let, to expose us to my parents. So it was like, oh, shit. That um, happened. <laughs> so, but that video went viral. It ended up at the time, I think. We wait, wait, wait. Both- did, did, in, in secret, did your dad come up to you and go, yeah, you got you know, way to go? Well, yeah. No, my parents ain't like that at all. Hell no. They're super religious and no. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I grew up in that. <laughs> None of that shit. They don't even talk about that shit to this day. They be like, yeah, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to know about Ironically, it. Ironically, we both come from religious parents. What I always thought was funny with that, all of that was like, my parents were just so upset and they didn't talk to like we didn't speak for a couple of months because it's like how I my our household was Spartacus in our house. Like it was kill or be killed. So uh I didn't understand what my parents expected when we left the womb. Like, did you expect me to come running back and, and want to give a fuck that you give a fuck? I don't. You told you taught me to not give a fuck. So I'm not gonna give a fuck. Like you don't like what I'm doing. You taught me to say screw it. So guess what? Screw it. I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing and it's not hurting anybody. You mm-hmm. know, like we're happy and that's all that matters. So if you don't like it, yeah. kick rocks. I need my wife. I don't need you. Like <laughs> So after they got over themselves and realized that I was a grown-ass adult, they were like, all right, cool. That's what y'all do. do they left it at that. And here's the thing that I will tell you from my experience and being on this fucking planet for 45-plus years is that all those people who are religious and all that other bullshit, they might not have what you have, but they've got fucking some other dirty thing that they don't want to talk about that they fucking think is scandalous. We are all – every person in our own way is fucking broken. We're different. We – we fall outside of that norm because if you hold yourself up to that light, you're only going to be able to see the cracks because we're all cracked. None of us are fucking perfect. 
Jesus, exactly. Jesus wanted us to fuck. I will let you know that I talked to him. He's cool with it. He gave me a dap <laughs> about it. Um, so I will let you know your your parents, they might have got on you, but your fucking mama, she's probably a freak somewhere down the line. That's <laughs> I got I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a reason. Sure, sure. And, and but I mean, but what you know, the levels of hey, what she was a freak, this was what freak was, and now what freak is this, you know, it, it, it raises, but we as a society and people, we're we've always been the same. We've always been sexual. We've always wanted to explore. And it's just the box that you want to put it in. That's true. I mean, that's true. I always I just never gave a fuck. Like I was always very a very sexual person. I just was like, this is who I am. I feel like that's how it was before mainstream media. I think that people didn't care what other people did unless it directly affected them. And I think if we got back to that and minded our own damn business and focused on us and didn't focus on looking at everybody else, I think as, as, as a people, we'd be better off. I would like to get into some of the survey questions. Lupe, you were the first male that I've ever had on the show. And, you know, I've been after you guys for several months to get you on here because I would... I'm interested to hear about your lifestyle and how it kind of intersects with what I've seen and how it's different because obviously me and my wife are white and white people, but we've lived that lifestyle life and we've been through some of the same stuff. But, you know, my thought is, is um, sometimes when you walk, walk into one of these lifestyle situations, the person of color is going to be on in the minority. I mean, yeah. is, it, is it difficult when you walk into a room and it is – you know, 10 white people and you. Not at all. Um, so personally, like, you know, let me ask you, let me ask you answer this question. How does it feel for you first? For me walking in with you? Yeah. I mean. Does it even register? It doesn't. Uh, so it's very rare that we walk into a situation where it's only white people and he's the only black guy. It's it's extremely rare, at least with our experience. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just our friend group and the people we've met. But there have been a few instances where that's happened. And I only noticed because it was a content situation. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you'll be my first BBC. And he was, like, in high demand. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't even think like that. But then I'm realizing that's, like, that was the only time that I was like, whoa. Can, can It is. Like, I'm noticing it now. But normally I wouldn't notice it at all. Can I can I be straight with you here? I have a problem with that term BBC. Because I've seen lots of black guys with average dicks who like to call them a BBC. And I'm like, you're a fucking ABC. You know, if you have, yeah. fucking, six, if you have fucking 16 inches or 12 inches, great on you. It's a BBC. But if you got fucking five inches and you're calling it a big black cock because it is black, that does not make it big. The color does not make it big. We've, we've had this conversation because I say that all the time when girls are like, oh, how big? You? I'm like, look, I'm seven, seven and a half on a good day. You're like, I'm a, I'm boyfriend. I'm dick. boyfriend dick. I'm, I'm about boyfriend dick. And they're like, they're like, okay, okay, that's that's a, that's a nice size. I'm like, yeah, but don't don't like you can put BBC inside of whatever you want. But I just want you to know what you're getting. I don't want you to feel like you're catfish that you're I'm gonna come with this anaconda and I'm just gonna like. You're fucking from across the table. That's not about to happen. Like, You're like, we, we got to shoot some angles and shit. You know, that's big enough that you can call it big. But, you know, I've had guys come up to me like, oh, my BBC. I'm like, dude, that's a fucking three inch dick. That's black. It's yes. great. That is not a BBC. That is an ABC. <laughs> I, know a guy, I know a guy in the lifestyle is very much, very much like that. And his dick is very small. And he definitely, 
be rocking the BBC title everyone. every single one of his in every single one of his uh his uh what am I gonna call it profiles. He definitely has BBC somewhere in there. I'm like <laughs> You're like, bro, you're dream, baby. You're fucking another bad creation. You're not here ABC. He just identity look and he identifies as a BBC, so we're just <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I don't think that works. I, you know, I, I, I'm all about listening to people and what you want to be, but you know, okay, whatever. He identifies as a yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how great. How walking in? Because that was the original question. So the original question is how I felt. Um, there's there has been a few times where I felt like, okay, I'm the token guy here. But when I walk into a room, most of the time, I've already just like decided when I go places. I type. I typically dress up. Because I kind of like, I like the attention. I know the attention. My wife is sexy as fuck. And typically when she dresses up, when we walk in a room, people are like, oh shit, she's hot. And I know that. So I always know that if, I, if we walk in the room and we're both together and we're both dressed to the nine and look good, people are going to look. But it never like, it never dawns on me that, I mean, it never doesn't dawn on me. Yeah, you're the only black dude here. But I also kind of. I feel like it's always a positive thing. It is a positive thing because sometimes when I'm, we have had situations where I may be the first black guy to interact with a couple that's white mm-hmm. and they may have always wanted to have this interaction and i'm always happy that it's me that's their first interaction because of uh, my level of knowledge and expertise in this situation and being able it's to a play good experience. both sides of the coin yeah. you know what i mean to be the husband that wants to watch and also to be the guy that likes to have sex like i can play both sides and i can also read into it a little bit more so it's kind of like when we meet a couple and they're, we're both about the full swap it's a little different because you know I'm worried about is she gonna have a good time? Is you know is it gonna be good? Yeah. Like I'm not like if the wife is over, like I'll look at the wife and within a couple of minutes I can size her up and know like okay I know what type of woman this is. But when it, when I walk in a room I don't really I don't know it doesn't bother me at all. It's kind of like all right this is the move. I, I feel like it's bother? kind of a fun thing. <laughs> it is like what's gonna happen tonight? It's not usually. It, am am I the a thing. yeah like am I the am I the token tonight? Am I gonna be dessert on everybody's plate or? <laughs> Or is there only two women in here that are interested? Like, what's it about to be? I think that's the coolest part about the lifestyle is that it is so different from reality that it, like, it's just fun. Do I need one Viagra or two tonight? What is going on? (laughs) How long long am I supposed to perform? Because, you know, every guy knows. I got to go home eventually. Exactly. After that second nut, it's hard to get them back up. So I'm like, man. Is content creating your job now? Yeah, it's kind of a job. That's not the content creation is not the job. The marketing is. Okay. Yeah. No, you're 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 very correct about that. Uh, would you both consider yourself sexual people? He's more sexual than I am. But I would consider myself a sexual person, yes. But I'm not at the level that he is. All right. What's his level? Hmm. I'm gonna compare it. I don't know. Eight, nine? That's a very high sex drive. Ten? Fifteen. Fifteen? Not, not a- and so what are you? Probably like in seven or eight. Do you watch the X-Men? Do you know, are you familiar with the X-Men? I know the X-Men. Don't fuck around. I know the X-Men. <laughs> so let's say like Omega level mutant, like mm-hmm. probably like a, probably like a Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. And she's probably like a Cyclops. Okay. So, so, so no, is he saying he's saying he's saying he's a ten and you're a seven? Yeah, 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 that's fair. And that's on average. That's on like a regular day. We're not talking about like. I mean, it fluctuates. It definitely fluctuates. It depends on the the day of the week, what's going on. 
it I, I mine fluctuates and his fluctuates. Sure. Yeah. So every once in a while we meet in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm like, what you trying to do? And she's like, I'm trying to do. It. I'm like, oh. Oh, you're on that level okay. today. You don't even talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but for the most part, it like I'm always at a ten, ready to go, and like she'll be at like a five six, and then she'll like uh, warm up to a seven when it's like time. But if it's if just okay, time, okay, I'm definitely a person that likes to like have some kind of connection. So I gotta get warmed up. I'm not a cold oven that just you can turn on all of a sudden it works. You gotta warm me up. What would you consider your sexuality? Let's start with you, Lupe. No, I'm a straight. I guess heteroflexible. When I say flexible, I mean like there's situations that may arise that things get a little close, a little touching. Mm-hmm. Like a, You're okay with close contact. Close contact. You're confident in your sexuality. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if there's a word like heteroconfident. Like I don't, I don't no, know. No, you, 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 you just you, you like just invented it. You're fucking heteroconfident. Heteroconfident. I like that. I, I like that, that a lot. Yeah. yeah. All right, and you? I would say I'm bisituational. Bisituational. That is. That is it a whole thing that we person. need to unpack. Yeah, it's a, it depends on the person. It depends on the vibe. It can't just be anyone on some random stuff. Like I, again, it's about that connection for so, me. That is to me that sounds almost like demi, but demi you need to really have like a strong connection. But where it just sounds like that if you vibe that you could be into them sexually. Yeah, not, I wouldn't say a strong connection. I just feel like for me to like be into a girl i've got to know you to some degree not not your whole life story but just like even if it's a couple hours of hanging out and like drinking and we're just being silly like it it, and i can't have a hard time sometimes meeting a girl having two minute conversations and going straight to content like Mm i i enjoy the like warm-up Period. Sure. For, for myself. So that's not just with girls. That's right. you. with guys too. Yeah, you're I do. You're a warm up girl. Yeah. Like, I do. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, let me but, go. Let me go some cheese right now. I just open my. Gets me going is not just the physical, and that's that's the problem. Is if it was just a physical thing, then I could just that's why see someone already be into it. But that's why you're Charles Xavier. You got that mind. You got her going. You just, you know you think it make it happen. True. 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 <laughs> All right. So I normally, I haven't been able to master getting her into morning sex yet. I'm trying to. I don't know if I have to play sexual sounds at I, night. I don't know. I think you need to finesse it a little better. We're gonna work on it. We're okay. gonna work on it. I'm working on. It. I've been working on it for 20 years. Yeah, I got there. You know, 25 years. You're gonna fucking crack that code. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, I'm not giving up, bro. It might take 30, but I'm gonna get there one day. We're gonna get this morning section down. The timing. I think if you're gonna do morning sex, it needs to be super fucking early, and then I can go back to bed. Mm. I like super fucking early. Like, I get up at like 5 a.m., bro. Well, but then you can't expect me to be up after that. I'm going to go back to sleep for a period. Of you can't time. be trying to take her to Waffle House after you pump a load in her. She wants morning, to go back to bed. The, the struggle. He's a morning person. I am not a morning person. I am a night owl. So it's like I'm trying to get on his time. We're like one hour off, one and a half hours off now. Like I'm working on it, but I'm like, you got to meet me in the middle somewhere because – I cannot be a more. I'm trying. I'm Listen, trying to be a progress forever. By the time I get back from the gym, I'll go put no. I I try to be up before <laughs> because if not, you can talk shit. <laughs> or I'll wake you up. All right, so <laughs> let's let's go forward. And I, normally, I ask this person. I ask this question of the person. I'm going to ask this of you both. What is the sexiest thing on Lupe? The physical, the thing that you see that him that is the sexiest. That fucking makes you go, oh yeah, I'm gonna get down on that. What is the one physical thing about him that only one thing? 
I want you to pick the one thing. Is it his eyes? Is it his? Is it his fucking beard? Is it his dreads? Is it his sexy elbows? What? What is it that that gets you going? Oh my god, I have two. Well, tell me the two then. His smile. Mm-hmm. And his ass. Oh, okay. Now, what is the one or two things about her physically that you're like? This is that. This is the thing. <laughs> her ass. The ass? ass bro. Oh, she, that's like immediate. It's been like way since day one. That's the first thing I saw when she got off the bus. I was like, damn, look at that girl's ass. I'm like, damn. I'm going to break that fucking sink at a nursing home. That's all I know about that. <laughs> and then my second thing is her freckles. I really love her oh. freckles. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love like things on people's bodies that they can't take off. Like, that's, that's why I was like, I'm not going to say your hair, your beard, but like it has to be something that's been like consistent through the years. I mean, I'm just telling you the two things that made me talk to you and I never forgot those things. And every day I would get up in the morning and go pee and you got a bed and your asses out. I just roll over and just <laughs> admire that thing. <laughs> Floating to the toilet. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's it. That's, I love that. I feel like there's some things that just age gracefully, man. Ass and titties are just two things that just, like, you could just, no matter what, like, it's like a teacher. You see a teacher 20 years from now, Ms. Johnson, you'd be like, man, you got them cakes, Ms. Johnson. <laughs> nowhere. Hey, you're built the way you're built. <laughs> Do you guys have pet names for each other? Nah. No, no. Nah, the only time we, we don't pet name each other because we say bae, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. No, we never got into that. I mean, I might call her like a big head, or I might say her head is fat as hell, or she has T Rex arms. I, I always talk about her little T Rex arms. It's not, it's not like a pet name, though. There's not like this particular name. I should call you Tyrannosaurus Tiny Arms. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus, no. Tyrannosaurus ass. Um. It does have Tyrannosaurus ass. It's just all, all legs and no arms. How many times a week would you guys say that you separately masturbate? Mm, I've been trying to reduce my, my masturbation by about 40% because I have so many shoots going on that I need to make sure I have these loads prepared. But typically, I probably masturbate once or twice a day. I don't really that often at all, to be honest. A couple you... times a month. But that's because he has a wonderful tongue. <laughs> So I don't need to. <laughs> Do you have sex toys? And what is your favorite? So also, I don't have a lot of sex toys. Um, it's not that I don't want to have them. My husband is not very supportive. Of vibrators. That's of the only vibrators. thing I don't like. I, I just don't like vibrators. I don't know. But I you just, have dildos. You have a few dildos. I do. Really I feel like I just don't. I don't have... I don't want to say this the way I'm going to say it. Say it because I know what you're going to say. Don't be a dick to anyone who uses them. I just don't have a need for them as the same way as other people do. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting what I want enough that I don't need. There's, but I, ne I, I never say no. I don't know. I never say no. I just. I never say no. There's never been a time she's like, eat my pussy, fuck me, where I'm like, nah. And with and with vibrators, like because I don't use them, they're it's so freaking sensitive. It's like too much. Mm. so but i do like there's a couple things that i like like that little s wand is fun like that things that we fun. use while we're having sex is like fun but just to like use toys on my own it's kind of like eh. at what age did you guys both lose your virginity are you 15 mm -hmm. 15 and 16 and i guess that was not with, each other? with each other 
It was with each other. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> it was. That's a love story. I know. <laughs> was his cock the first hard cock that you ever saw? That I ever saw? Actually, yes. Yes. What were the what were the one. what were the thoughts that were running through your head the first time that he pulled his dick out? Were you like scared? Were you fucking freaking? Were you like, I want to put that in my mouth? What were your thoughts on that? Well, when I saw it, I think it was no, I guess I was sixteen. I don't even remember, bro. That was so. I remember. I remember it. I remember. It. <laughs> I don't remember. It's really stupid. <laughs> um. Because I've never seen a dick before, like like that, except for like on porn. When you pulled it out, I was like, "Oh, it's the same brown all the way through." <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just didn't fucking know. Did you expect it to be purple, or what were you looking for? Well, I just didn't know, so it was just like the same color all the way through, and I was like, "Wow, that's really cool." Like I don't know, but again, this is a sixteen-year-old brain, so I mean. <laughs> You know facts. You know facts. Facts. Sixteen years. It's the first one that I've seen in person. So we're like, and it's not. I thought they were all white, like on the TV. No, I just didn't know. I didn't know. That, like, <laughs> you know, it was like a palm over our hands. You know, it was like a palm over our hands. Oh. Also, now that now that I'm saying, now that I'm saying that, some guys are different, actually. I, but I wouldn't have known that. I just didn't know. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> We're all uniform dick color out here. I just want to say that for the record. Oh, my gosh. It's all one color. <laughs> except for the palms of my feet and the palms of my hands. You don't remember the first time you showed me your dick? No, I don't. Where you don't you? remember? Nah, bro. <laughs> you know how many times my dick's been out, bro? I don't even can't remember. When, right. The first day we started dating at the baseball field. Damn. When I got in the car. still <laughs> like, I don't know why. Misha, have you had sex with a woman? Yes. How old were you when you had sex with a woman for the first time? I'm curious about this. I mean, we had the the, the threesome, us and the the girl that we invited in. No, come on. That doesn't really count because I wasn't really like. That was the first time you had done anything with a girl? Well, like sex. I made out with girls when I was a teenager. Like, there was touching and, like, making out, but, like, I don't know. When's the first time you put a pussy on your lips? The first time your vagina vagina touched your lips? Yes. Yes. That was a good example. Yeah, I guess you're right. That was the first time. But, yeah, that would have been the first time. So I was 21. All right, guys, I would like to play a game with you. It is called <laughs> Rapid Fire <laughs> Rating. It is a rapid fire rating. I will give you a sexual act and you will score it on a scale of one to ten. I'm going to point to one of you. You answer and the next one answers and you will give me, we'll let you know what is your perfect idea of a date. All right. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Spanking. Ten. Nine. Hair pulling. Ten. Nine. Choking. Seven. Six. Giving oral sex. Ten. Eight. Getting oral sex. Two. Nine. Hmm. Pegging. Two. 
One. <laughs> Swallowing. I don't. I, I guess that's a five. Eight. Anal sex. Two. Oh. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Wait, 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 I thought you said you didn't do anal sex. Yeah, but it's a good thing because he enjoys it. So I'm working on it. Okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Rough sex. Ten. Nine. Biting. Nine. I have mixed feelings about that. Six. Missionary position. Eight. Seven. Doggy style. Ten. Ten. <laughs> uh, so I guess this one, this one is, I'm going to go with her first, riding a dick. Seven. Having your dick ridden. Seven. All right. <laughs> so for Lupe, it sounds like he wants to uh, spank, pull some hair. He's going to give some oral sex. He is going to do some doggy style. That is his perfect date. And for you, it was, um, you definitely want to give or get oral sex. You like a little bit of the rough stuff and you want to do it doggy. Yes. Agreed. And you want to try anal cause you're a good wife. Yes. <laughs> we can love it. I love that. That was such a good dissertation. <laughs> So perfect. <laughs> you want to try anal because you're a good wife. I want to be able to do it. <laughs> I've tried it a couple times. I mean, you tried it. It's just always funny because anal always comes at the end. So every time we go to Mocha Splash or we go to any swingers events and she's gotten like an absorbent amount of dick, it seems like. Or alcohol. <laughs> or alcohol. She, or a combination of both, she comes back and she's like, just put it in my butt. I'm like, well, it's it's, it's like time. the relaxation part. Like, it has to be relaxed back there. If it's not, it's just terrible. Put it in my butt. I'm like, right now? She's like, right now. And it was fabulous, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fabulous. Sounds like she turns into the fucking Hulk. You get her uh, the, the right amount of dick and alcohol, and she's like, you won't like me when I'm angry, but you give me some enough alcohol and enough dick, and I'll turn into the anal Hulk, and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> That's literally how I felt. I was like, oh man, it's about to go down. I hope this goes the right way. And it went wonderful. I'll never forget it. As you can see, it stands out in my mind currently. Yeah, it was, it was fabulous, like I said. All right, Misha, what is your bra size? It is a 34 double D. We know that you flashed in public. When was, mm. do you remember the first time that you flashed in public, like to do it like as a sexual, overtly sexual act? And how did that make you feel? Oh my gosh. I don't know. It, I was young. It was when we were together long ago. Oh, you did a lot I can't describe how I feel now because I feel like it's the same as when I was younger. It's like when you do it and then it's done, it's like you like got away with something. It's like, like you're being naughty? Yeah, like I don't want to describe it like it's stealing, but it feels like the same way. Like you you got, you stole something, like nobody caught you. Like it's like a, a little bit of adrenaline rush. It's fun. Have you ever been caught? Like fucking balls out caught? Not balls out caught. No. I almost got caught one time fucking in the storage room. 
Well, we've all gotten caught a bunch of times. The cleaning people came in. We were butt booking on the floor. I was like, oh, don't move. We had that moment, and then I don't know if you remember this moment, but we were we were at teen night because they had those back in the day, and we were out in the car fucking around, and that policeman banged on the window. Oh, oh my goodness. With the flashlight. Right. Yes. Yes. That was like the car was super like, foggy. Yes, we were definitely was, hot and heavy in there. Yeah, I don't think we were like, like nude all the way, but we we're like getting there. Like so. I think I was definitely eating your pussy at the time. Pretty good at being sneaky, honestly. And and you know, as she's got as she's gotten older, she's gotten more prudish. She's been like, I'd be like, man, let's fuck on that, let's fuck on that Ferris wheel. She's like, on the Ferris wheel, babe. Here. <laughs> If we can go home, we have our own house. You know that, right? Like we get like on the couch. I'm like, come on, let's dip, let's let's dip off in the Chipotle bathroom and let's get it in. Um, the rest area, all up out in the open. I did. I need to. So just be complaining. Never mind. I need to post that video. We definitely did fuck on the rest. She was fire. Do you? Do you guys? Actually, both of you. This question for both of you. Do you guys like nipple play? Yes, I do from, like, if she's doing it or there's a girl who knows me and I'm comfortable with enough to let my guard down because I have sensitive nipples, so I hate people <laughs> just, like, grab them. Like, I don't do that. Like, my all my guy friends know the quickest way to get punched in the face, like, with a dead-ass right hook is to, pin, like, pinch my nipples. I'll give you one pass. You, you, you are, you're very selective and you're and they're sensitive. But I'll beat the shit out of somebody about my nipples. Don't I, I mean, I play it with this, but I'm nice to them. Me, personally, I, I like it, but I'm also really sensitive, too. So... Don't be mean to them. No biting. No like sucking the shit out of them. Like you don't want me to pull your nipple. I let you. I let him be a little mean to them sometimes, but there's more involved than just that. Like if it's just that, then I just want to punch you too because they're sensitive too. <laughs> Dead ass right hook for Lupe right in the fucking chops. Um, I like other things touched more than my nipples. Hey everybody, it's Doctor T. Let's take a deep dive into the world of pleasure tech. Oh yes, we're talking about the game-changing device known as the Motor Bunny. Buckle up, or should I say saddle up, because this is going to be one wild ride. So what is the Motor Bunny you say? Well, picture this. It's a straddle-style sex machine that's engineered to deliver earth-shattering orgasms. Oh, and did I mention you can enjoy this solo or with a partner? That's right, let's share the love. Now I know what you're asking, what sets this apart from its competitors? Well, first off, it's extremely affordable. Second off, it's teeming with features. Not only does it have a range of attachments for you to experiment with, but it also boasts app integration. That's right, control the pleasure from your smartphone. Imagine the fun and all the long distance possibilities. In terms of versatility, it can be customized with an array of attachments. Most of these include insertable components for that satisfying internal stimulation. In other words, this machine is your personal playground. However, what really catches my eye is the comparison with its closest rival, the Sibian. Not only is the Motor Bunny superior quality, but also more technically advanced. And the cherry on top, it costs so much less. So you're getting more bang, pun absolutely intended, for your buck. If you're looking to elevate your pleasure game, the Motor Bunny is like having a VIP ticket to the Orgasm Olympics. Whether you're riding solo or spicing things up with a partner, this machine is the pleasure tech you didn't know you needed so bad. Motor Bunny is teaming up with Inside the Mind of Sex to offer our listeners an amazing discount. 
Go to MotorBunny.com and when you check out, use the promo code INSIDE to get a nice, thick discount off your order. That's MotorBunny.com, promo code INSIDE. Hey, happy riding. How do you feel, how do you guys feel about cum? I like it. I play with it. It's I, fun. I love to watch it. It's fun. I, I love to watch it. I've done many things with it. it. I, I'm all about it. Like, oh. She's like, oh my God, they look at it. I'm like, look at it. <laughs> so if not placed inside of you, where do you want cum placed? I like facials. I do. Even though guys don't know how to miss your eyeballs. Yeah, I still like it in my face because it's fun. Care. Wear glasses. Like there's no other way because they just always get my eye. We that need to hurt. we need to invent a cum goggle that it looks sexy. You know, maybe put fucking eyelashes on it and call it a cum <laughs> goggle. <laughs> or just put some nerdy like glasses on. Guys love girls with nerdy glasses. Like Misha, have you ever squirted? Yes. It's a new development over the past couple of years. It's, it's happening more frequently. Was Lupe the first person to ever make you squirt? No. I don't think so, no. The fuck? No. I wasn't. Who made me squirt? I don't know. I don't remember who I, I know I wasn't the first person. Because I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, you can do that? Like, damn. I, and sadly, I don't even remember who it was. I remember the first person to make you, like, come in a way that I never saw it was that couple. Right. I remember that, but that... But squirting has been like a thing like over the past like year and a half, two years. I don't broadcast it though. I do not broadcast that I'm a squirter because people feel like it's a challenge and then they go too crazy. And I'm yeah. like, that's not the only thing that I like. Like and, and, and here's, my whole life before this. <laughs> and here's the, here, here's at least in my in in my travels, here's the thing about squirting. That if you make it about that, then it doesn't become about that. It becomes a, about a challenge and it's about it's about the journey. It's not about the ending. Right. And and it's, I mean, I, I don't know if guys understand that it can get exhausting. You're like draining the all the <laughs> water out of a girl's body. And at a certain point, it's great. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, I'm going to sleep. Like, I'm done. Like, I, those are the times where I'm so exhausted. And they're fun and they're amazing. But I can't go like that for hours. Like, no. So definitely like mixing it up and like not going straight for that at the beginning of the experience. Like a lot of guys have done. I've got to ask this because it is something that we got to know. Lupe, what is your body count? <laughs> you said, what is my body count? What is your uh, body? I'm going to be honest, man. I don't even know what my body count is anymore. Like I stopped counting when we started. Um, doing content because I felt like it was just you really can't I don't know it's hard to remember if I had to guess I don't know maybe like 90 80 80 all right Misha <laughs> mine's, mine's way higher than that number and you, no you're, you're the one calling her a prude and she's like up at 500 she's like you know I I could possibly be I I don't know I I never actually kept track. Like, I feel like because we've always been together, I didn't really like focus on that. Mm -hmm. So I just never, Here's I don't know. I never, I never kept track. So it, it's, it's probably high because of how many gangbangs I've liked and like 
like even just like swinger hotel takeovers for a weekend like i have no clue no idea but (laughs) to me the lovely thing about all of this is the fact that there's all that but when it comes down to it it's just you guys it's just the two of you and you've always got each other's back and you always know that each other's safe and that's an amazing thing that a lot of people can take away and they can they can try to belittle your relationship because, oh, they do this and they do that. But at the end of the day, you've got each other and you've always got right. each other's back. And that's something that, trans- that transcends sex. It transcends all that other nonsense because you guys have each other. And that's fucking special. And, and that has to be celebrated along with all the other things that are great about you. That's the one thing that, I, that from this interview that, that is a takeaway for me is that you guys have this amazing deep relationship. And if all the rest of that shit turned off tomorrow, you'd fucking still have each other. And that's pretty fucking awesome. Hell yeah. You're right. It's the ride or die. That's true. What is on your sex bucket list? And I know hers is just to go to bed early, but what's on yours? <laughs> um, Kate Diagda. Kate Diagda in France. I'm looking forward to spending about two weeks out there. I think that's on my bucket list one because of just the sheer amount of people from all over the world that descend on Cape Diagda during the summer and summertime. And I think two, um, there's, there's so many countries and, 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 and things that we haven't experienced, mm-hmm. like these epic Ibiza orgies and, you know, we haven't gone to Prague and filmed anything yet or done anything out there. So they're like some things that I would love to see her experience mm. and try that I, I think that that I want to do. I think, but everything that I've absolutely wanted to do myself physically, mm-hmm. she's been so open and willing to try that we've done. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm always on 10, I'm always on go. So I think that, um, that specifically, I, I my bucket list is more so what are the things that I want to see with my wife? Like, cause I've done so much already that mm-hmm. I've always she's always been open she's like yeah let's try it let's try it i'll try it with you so now i'm like ooh, i want to see where she's gonna go like where is where is where's my muse gonna take me okay so <laughs> let's go to the five what is on your sex bucket list other than getting to bed at 7 30 <laughs> i mean obviously i i have we've done anal, you know, but i would like to make it more of a regular thing so that is a goal i wouldn't say that's on the bucket list that's more of like a, just an aspiration a goal to get to um the traveling and experiencing other places and other things, I can get on that too, because I feel like we, not that we've had all the experiences in the States, but we've had a lot of them and we've done a lot in the lifestyle for a long time. And I, going abroad and just meeting swingers in other places is such a totally different vibe. And so I'm excited to see what that's like in other countries. This one is a controversial question. Have you ever been fisted? I have not. That's a lie. That is a lie. I I, I mean. That's why. And I knew you were going to say that. And there's, there's one time that I fisted you and I know you don't remember this. Wait, you wait, know, wait. wait what, 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 can we get a technical specification? I want entire hand. I thought you <laughs> he was, like, he was tickling your, your tonsils. My entire, this is the only time this has ever happened. And I'll never forget. Okay. That. Then I'm totally we, down. We were, I, I was going to say I'm down, we were, but apparently we were, we were in the car, we were in the car in the garage in my parents' house. And it was literally like. I literally had my entire, I never forgot this because when we got out, like, it was just like, gooey. it was gooey, but it, my, <laughs> and this is when I was much younger, like much younger, but like my entire 
hand is inside of her. Oh, I like, I like bigger dicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a negative connotation on it stretching because I know that if I do Kegels, it'll go and naturally it just goes back anyways. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a negative feel for it. And I have a really big dildo that we sometimes use. And that shit fucking hurts when you put it in at first. I have to like let my 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 vagina like dilate <laughs> to like finish putting it in. So I think it's probably the same thing. That is our friend Misha with her awesome husband Lupe, and that they have been open and honest, and they've giving us a peek inside the mind of their sex. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. I appreciate you having us. (laughs) You guys have been awesome. This podcast is like nine hours long. I don't know how I'm going to edit it all. It's probably, who knows how it's going to shake out, but it's been fucking fun. It has. It's going to shake out great, man. Just put it all in there and, you know, just let it it fall away. Or it can be a part one to part two. (laughs) Are you ready to share your unique experiences and help others feel accepted in their own sexual journeys? Then we want you to be a guest on Inside the Mind of Sex. Our podcast is a safe and open space to discuss all things related to sexuality, and we want to hear from you. If you're 18 or older and interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us at guest at insidethemindofsex.com. That's guest at insidethemindofsex.com. Let's start a meaningful conversation together.